recording and pause for about three or four seconds and send it dave what's going on trash talkers we are back i uh, hope everybody had a great holiday happy new year uh, i'm going to tell you guys and forewarn you this show is going to be lit um, we got a lot of things to say, so we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Ventura Training and Athletics, Cardinal Financial, and of course, 10th Mountain Whiskey, Buddy's favorite. He's probably already had a couple of these today. Our guest for today is Travis Arnold. He's going to be talking to us about his shaving business. So Nick, take some advice from him. You might need it. We also have the Mad Colonel on. And of course, I'm here with Nick, Buddy, and Joe. Over to you, Nick. Let's get this party started. Cheers. All right, so elephant in the room. All right, our Facebook one. group, our Facebook group got taken down. All right, we were blowing up last night. We had we went over thirty five thousand. We were putting on about two hundred people every freaking time I turned on my phone, and it took us down. They don't want they don't want the group on there anymore. It said violating community standards. But I'm going to talk about something more important first that we had going last night. We, have a, we had a rule on the page that said no GoFundMes, all right? It said PM us so that we can find out if you're legit or not. So we had a guy who was a guest on the Trash Talk Hour. He PM'd us, and he's like, hey, it's a bad situation. Guy named Mike, friend of his wife's Army veteran that had colon cancer, and it spread to his liver. And when, he, when they went in and found out, they said – we can't hospitalize you because it's, it's, you're going to die. All right. And you're going to die pretty soon. All right. So they sent him home hospice care. He's the breadwinner for his family. Right. So it's like, that's the story. But he PM me, even though he's a friend of mine, he could have just tried to post it. Like some of the morons just try to post it, even though the rules say not to. Right. He still PM me. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we put it on there. We raised $7,000 in about three hours from the Trash Talk Nation, right? That was freaking phenomenal. And I'm sure we would have got to this actual goal in a day. Shout but out to our entire team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, but again, we got shut down. So not only did Facebook screw the veteran community because of their algorithms, right? Their algorithms, again, I'm going to say it. I've, I've typed it a hundred times. There was a guy that messaged us like, why did I get banned? I'm like, I didn't ban you, right? And then you look at it. The guy said, cheers, devil dogs. And he was cheersing the Marine Corps. And Facebook said that was bullying. Okay. Now, it's not some guy sitting there looking at bullying it. It's an algorithm. It looked like somebody got called a name, and it got reported, and it got taken down. So all you deep state guys and conspiracy theorists, it's not some evil Mark Zuckerberg there looking at every comment. It just it hits their stupid algorithm, and it kicks it off. Well, I, we must have hit the magic threshold because I think we hit that en enough comments kicked off and they took us off. So I don't like Facebook right now, but unfortunately, until we can build a bigger platform, that's the platform we got to be on. That's the platform where we can do the most of our work, which is stopping veteran suicide. That is our end goal. Get it below the national average at a minimum. And those veterans that come on the page and, you know, they just want that camaraderie, that banter. There is no other page like it that we started. And so hopefully we get it back. We will get it back. But if not, we still have our professional podcast page, which if you're watching this, is probably because you clicked on it there. Right. So go on there and support it. And like I said, Mike's family's in big trouble. Right? He, he will not be with us in a couple of weeks. And he, he needs that family needs that support. It's not somebody begging for money. It's, it's a legit thing. All right. And man, I just hope we could help him because it's a, it's a heartbreaking story. He's got, got a couple kids and it's terrible. Um, so what I, I'll talk about the Capitol now too. All right. The, the Capitol mob, the Capitol anarchists, the invaders, the whatever you want to call. Them, okay. It doesn't matter. I, this is what I'm going to get to eventually in my point. It doesn't matter what you call it. You call them protesters, you call them patriots, you call it a coup, all right? Uh, hey, hey, Nick. What? Without, without malice, please do me a favor. Just because of the day and the week we've had, go ahead and hurt some feelings on this one. Let, yeah. let, 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 let them go, and I'm going to mute from there. 
Well, you don't even need to tell him that. He's going to hurt feelings anyway. <laughs> but, re, but remember, I'll hurt your feelings on both sides of the bell curve. All right, I'm going to hurt both your feelings. I'm going to hurt the conservative. I'm going to hurt the liberal. All right, because you're all fucking stupid. All right, you're all fucking retarded. You're all dumb. All right. I'm not going to draw the bell curve because Perry gets mad at me. The podcast guys can't see the bell curve if you're listening to it. So just if you're listening on our podcast and not watching the show, it's a bell curve like that. Right. On this side, these are the liberals. Okay. On this side, get the camera here. On this side, I can't get my finger straight. On this side, or you have the, the right wingers, the people like that, that it's our house. We're allowed to storm our house. Uh, okay. Um, sure. Uh, but anyways, uh, there's people that are on the edge of that, that are kind of really cool to talk to. And those are probably most of your friends, like right? the, like they, you could have an okay conversation, but then when something stupid happens, right. All of a sudden those guys go whoop, to the other side. That's why you got to kind of, you got to get to the center and it, and it, and it takes, and it, it, it takes practice. I'm still working on it. Again, I'm not a hypocrite. I get triggered. I get triggered all the time, but it takes practice on trying to actually be rational and not thinking everything you see is fact. Now, here's where I'm going to go with that. The problem with your Facebook arguments, the problem with your family members deleting you, the problem with these freaking idiots, right, is that we have this assumption that everybody that comments on Facebook is smart. All right, we have this problem that everybody on Facebook is intelligent has common sense. Okay, that's just wrong. Okay, there's a lot of fucking morons in this country. There's a lot of morons in this world. There's things that I'm absolutely fucking stupid about. All right, and there's things that you're stupid about. So I kind of wrote down like, you got the left side of the bell curve, the, the progressives, the liberals. Can you right? get to your point, please? Because I no, really it's gonna want be to a get while. to mine. You're, you're good to get to yours. Oh, so, I'm... I'll take about another twenty minutes, buddy. I, uh, it's gonna take another twenty minutes, buddy, because I'm just I'm the I've town. Got analogies, so, I've got analogies I want to make right now. You're killing. So you got you got the left. Bring some more cordial. You got the left, right? That they watch the news, they watch CNN, they watch MSNBC, and they think it's fucking gospel. All right, you that's because they're fucking stupid. All right. And then you look at the far right, the people who follow the Q, the canon, whatever the hell it's called. They're not smart people. It's the Q. Just, it's uh, John, 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 uh, John F. Kennedy, Jr. Jr. That's, uh, yeah. that's who it is, apparently. That's who it is. So anyways, can you be smart? Yes. OK. And smart people, you know, common sense. They're able to reason. They're able to compute. All right. Are you educated? All right. Educated means you've studied the subject. When somebody says they have a history degree, I go, in what? What, what did you focus on? Because there's not too many motherfuckers that could focus on more than a 100-year period and be experts at it. It takes a long time, right? So what, what, is your, what are you an expert on? All right, so take that into consideration. Most of the people you're talking to are fucking stupid. So when CNN right away calls it a mob, right away calls them violent protesters, so on my personal Facebook page, I, I took a picture of CNN with Kenosha burning in the background and the headline says, peaceful. Then there's a picture of the White House with a bunch of fucking QAnon Trump flags and Confederate flag morons over there. And that's, that's a violent protest. So I just put the picture and said, you decide. I didn't make it take a stance. I didn't say anything, right? And then you saw the bell curve come on that thread. You saw the right come, you saw the left come, and you saw dumb people. You saw dumb people commenting on my thread. And yes, you're dumb. And, or you're smart and you let emotion get to you and you didn't become rational. You were unable to be rational. Now, again, there's your moral code. Here's the point, buddy. I'm getting to it. You have your moral compass, right? That is something that you probably don't want to get into an argument about because that's your moral compass. That, that's, that's something that's not going to waver regardless of what somebody else says. But politics shouldn't be your moral compass. Being able to understand politics means that there's going to be a lot of things you don't agree with. But is it a moral? No. 
It's just he thinks that the money the government steals from us should pay for schools. You think it should pay for a fucking road. This guy thinks they shouldn't take the money, period. Right? So you ready? That that that's what happens. That let's talk about I'll break it up. I brought one thing down. Abortion. All right. Abortion is a very difficult thing to talk about because it violates some people's moral compass. Most people's actually. Right. So when somebody asks me about abortion and how I've practiced to be a centerliner being in the middle, I say, put it into context. Are you asking me what I feel about abortion or are you asking me what the government's role in abortion should be? All right. It's two separate issues. And then it's impossible to have a conversation with people who are on the left and right side of the bell curve because they're fucking stupid. All right. They might be smart, but they might be extremely uneducated on the topic. They might be extremely educated on the topic, but fucking dumb. All right. With no common sense and no ability to rationalize, no ability to compute, no ability to see anything else. Anybody out there that thinks a politician is going to save anything that's going on in this country is a fucking retard. All right. They're stupid. There isn't a single politician that's going to come on here and save the freaking world. And guess what? If you storm a building with the vice president in it, oh, and the third in line, you're lucky you all they get fucking waxed, right? And so the, the media right away, oh, imagine if uh, BLM was doing that. What? Imagine what? Like, why is it a race thing now? But they're capitalizing on you dumbasses that well, are going to eat that up, all right? It's not a race thing, all right? Black people, Antifa, Spanish, Hispanic, white, doesn't matter, all right? Buddy warned you about it a long time ago. You start going after federal buildings, federal agents are going to show up, right? They're not going to give a shit. They're going to beat your ass, okay? And there was people died that day, and it was horrible. Why? Because the QAnon people, whatever you call them, all right, we're fucking retarded. Retarded. It's that simple. So Can I get a second my, on that? That no, you I'm rushed I'm the I'm building I'm with I'm the number I'm two. Number and three. Number two to the president. You should be shot. And three. And three. I mean, no. I, and three. Can I get a second on that? Nope. Nope. Buddy, buddy, let's play. Buddy, let's play. Buddy, let's play. Buddy, just hold the fuck on. All right, so. Try to center line yourself. Right now, Buddy's getting too emotional, so you know he's probably oh, going to say something dumb. Yeah, Most of my now, points are going to are going to be in line with your points. Good, to be, good, to be good. honest with you, I like it. I like it because it is the honest, it is the honesty cat. All right, remember, center line yourself on political issues. Do the best that you can. All right, if it violates the moral compass, stay out of the conversation. But I already had a friend take me off of Facebook because he was like, "If you support this, then fuck you." And I'm like, well, I didn't see you not saying anything bad about people burning down people's livelihoods. You didn't say a fucking word, right? Because you're too far on the other side. So, all right, that's my freaking book of Earl. Center line yourself. Stay rational. Politicians will not fucking help you. On to you, buddy. Okay. First things first, we've all been in the, this is a veterans trash talk. So we've all, we've all been in the military, right? So if the standard in your unit is say a high end type uh, and that you stand at parade rest for E5s and above, right? And then this E6 comes in or an E5 comes in and a guy walks in with, long ass hair and goes what's up bro and he's a private and that e5 and that e6 doesn't correct him what have you done you've just initiated and made a new standard a new way that we operate because now it's okay because you have the power and you've allowed it to happen right So if a year ago or two years ago or four years ago, it was okay for you to protest. It was okay for you to talk about collusion. It was okay for you to do all of these other things. Then it's okay again now for the other side to do it just because you don't agree with it. I don't agree with either really, right? I'll get to that here in a minute. But if you created that standard, 
now that that standard is being followed by somebody you don't agree with, you can't go back now. You've already created the standard. You've created the environment for which society says that protesting, burning things, destroying stuff is okay. I will also go farther to say that at least the people that protested this time went to the people who actually are, are fucking everybody. They went to the politicians. They went to the Senate. They went to the House. They didn't go down to, to, to Bernie's tire auto lube center and, and, and light it on fire because Bernie ain't got anything to do with it. They went to the Senate. They went to Nancy Pelosi's office. Last time I checked, all of those are places we paid for. They work for us. If somebody works for you, I'm allowed to go to their office and go, hey, you're fucked up. Now, that being said, you can agree, you can disagree. I don't really care because most of America is in the middle. There's no, not a whole lot of right and left that are way on both sides. There's a lot of people that are in the middle that are slightly left, slightly right, and they're generally a couple different topics that they, that they don't agree on, right? That being said, there's one thing about America that makes us different than everywhere else, and that's voting and elections and being able – it's 2020. Why do I need some politician that's never had a job to go to 20, Washington? 2021, buddy. 2021. My, my bad. 2021. Why do I need a politician to go vote on something? Like, I can be just as educated about a subject as they are. I have, an, I have, a, I have a device in my pocket all the time that literally I can make it so that it scans my face, knows exactly who I am. Why can't Hey, there's a big vote today, America. Get on your iPhone. We want we want secure borders. Vote. Done. Why do we need we have we have technology our way out of having politicians that have never had a job. They don't do anything. They don't understand where we're coming from and they're there for 40 years and don't do anything. How do you become a government employee that gets paid $200,000 a year and then you're worth $120 million? You don't do that without breaking some laws. You don't do that without taking some bribes and selling the country down the river. 100% that doesn't Buddy, happen. You're, you're not implying that these uh, weren't all um, within – the range of legal trades that these very intelligent businessmen made to build themselves up the American way. Are you? The, the, the problem is they're not even intelligent businessmen. I was, they're I was just people of the understanding just people that, that are these guys are all legit and they're getting paid to do it. They're just people doing a job. They're supposed to be, they're not our leaders. I, I hate it when people refer to politicians as our leaders. They ain't leading shit. They're mouthpieces. Colonel Rob, what do you say? Follow the money, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So get to your point, buddy. Buddy. My point is that at some point, America is going to wake up and realize that politicians need Americans. Americans don't need politicians. We don't need people to go to D.C., hang out, be in their little bubble, and not do anything that we want them to do. Because all they do, along with their media buddies, is divide us. And the point is, if left at our own devices, when's the last time a tornado came through and a bunch of politicians got out and, and cleaned shit up? Never. It never happened. But every time you look on the news and there's a tornado or a natural disaster, a bunch of Black people, a bunch of white people, a bunch of Mexicans, a bunch of everybody and their brothers out there helping each other out. That means that at our core, we're good people. We're just being divided by a group of people who know that they can make money, gain power by keeping us from actually working towards a single goal, which is making the country better. There, there so it is. Stop giving them what they want. Stop allowing Republicans, Democrats, independents 
all of these people that don't give a shit about you. How about we have some, you know, if you want to be a politician, great, but you're only going to do it for about eight years total. And then you're going to go back into the workforce. You want to, you want lifetime healthcare for it? Fine. You got TRICARE, bitch. Take that shit. I hope you pay your prime once you get out because yeah. you're not getting that whole deal. That yeah. You now, yeah now, now go live in the real world, which you yeah. helped create while you yeah. were in You're office. not getting a retirement. You're not getting you're not getting freaking security for life. You're going to have to worry about gun control. You're going to have to worry about like people being able to protect themselves because you're going to be one of those people. Because you live outside of the bubble, you're voting on things that don't affect your life at all. They never will. So why the fuck would you care? Right. Because it doesn't, you don't have any, as we've said before on this show, you don't have any skin in the game. So you don't really give a shit. Because it's not going to affect you. I can give everybody the shittiest health care known to man. I'm going to have good health care because I'm a senator. Yeah, that's right. Because, again, I always try to tell people who are uneducated in politics, which is a lot of people, right? I'm like, your local government is very important. If you don't know who they are, like, that's your fault. Who cares what Pelosi's saying? I said that on the show a long time ago. I was like, don't worry about her. She's batshit crazy. Who cares what she says? What is your alderman saying, right? What is what is your mayor saying? What, what You have a district representative for your state, not just the federal government. So go listen. Now, Buddy kind of proved my point about being emotional and screwing up, right? Because he, he wanted to jump off the bit so bad that he got me flustered, right? And we both screwed up the script, right? The script was supposed to go to Joe after me, but because we were all yelling and mad, we fucked it up. So that's my hey, point. It's supposed, it's, to like, to, it's supposed to go to Colonel Rob next, though. I know no, that. No, well, no, it's supposed to go to you, but we got so emotional that we had to jump. We had to go do it. We had to get our saying in there. So again, rationalize, try to get the emotion out of it. And I'm not being a hypocrite. I get triggered, right? Quit being a triggered pansy, Okay. I get triggered and we became pansies right there. We started cutting each other off. It became triggered pansies. So Joe, the Michigan minute. All right. What do you got? Oh man. Yeah. You know, it's uh, the only thing that can shift us off topic is the fact you called it a Michigan minute. And uh, I hope Bill's watching because, uh, Oh, this one, Nick is not fun for me. Okay. Anybody ever have their Monday morning throw punch on Saturday? Okay. Anybody? I, yeah, we got one this morning. Uh, Cause along with the old Facebook jive that we had to wake up to uh, Michigan has decided to uh, sign on to five more years of mediocrity. And uh, you guys remember a guy named, named Joe Tiller coach yes. Purdue. Okay. He was like a God. And I remember I used to go to Michigan games when I was a kid. We, I mean, we had season tickets. I still do, but, uh, I saw a guy wearing like a Joe Tiller as God or something like that shirt. And I remember asking my dad, like, aren't they like six and three every year? Like, what is the big deal with him? But he had Drew Brees and it was like he they lived in that world where they were cool with going to a mediocrity bowl game at seven and three and maybe giving a couple of teams a run for their money. Dude, that's what Michigan has signed on to. Like, we love the fact that we used to be this so much that we've got a guy in here who the game is clearly passed by. And we're going to sign on to be eight and three, lose to Ohio state, drop one to probably Wisconsin, Penn state uh, year in, year out. You will lose to Wisconsin. And maybe, maybe beat Michigan state. Maybe not when we used to hand it to him. So Michigan has signed on to that. And uh, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Joel Klatt, but it was somebody else I respect on ESPN radio said it is the death of Michigan as a football superpower officially. Cause they've been out of the picture for a long time, but officially they've just kind of signed on to this is what we are and we hope it works. But Hey, but it's, but, hey yeah. Joe, I'm going to cut you off because there's people probably wondering what the fuck you're talking about. All right. Joe that, is oh, talking. Michigan, Joe, Michigan Joe, signed no, five more years. Are you talking wait. about basketball? So, Dave, so again, I didn't expect you. I to think, ever I think what they're confused about is that you referred to Michigan football as a powerhouse at any point in the last. Well, they have years. they have a lot Sorry. of national titles, but anyways, the and they have the most wins of a college team. But anyways, yeah, buddy. Trash talk nation. Those of you who are those of you, hey, those those of you who are 
those of you who are about to turn said hundred years. Those of you who are about to those of you who are about to X out of our program right now because you're like, what the fuck is Joe talking about? Remember our mission. Our mission is to stop veteran suicide. All right. Joe is on the cusp every time he watches a Michigan game of killing himself. Okay. So so we we have to let him talk about it. Otherwise, it's gonna get bad. All right. So just deal with Joe's Michigan minute. And let him let him talk about it, all right? Nick, he's, Nick he's I'm, gonna, out. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pull my red card, Dave, and I'm gonna get more six, 60 seconds more. And and all I'm gonna say is this: for those people that are watching this show, the 25 of you, no, we get uh, 100, share, 100, 200, 300 on this one. All right, we'll share this message and share it over and over and over again. This little Facebook thing is a hiccup, and if they think for two seconds. That this that this little speed bump is gonna slow down the mission. The mission is still on. It's every day, and they have no freaking clue what kind of commitment we've put into it and what kind of a killer team we're dealing with that will not accept this. So if Facebook's gonna continue to be a problem, we will go around them and blow up anyways. But stay tuned for the ride because this is just a little exciting side note to where we're gonna end up going anyways. There you go. Not scared at all. Mark Zuckerberg up and explain things. Be like, hey, Mark, for real, just read the post. It wasn't that big a deal, guy. Come on. Let's all just calm down. We're working it. We're working it. We're, we're working it. We'll have by midweek, we'll be back in good shape. Call Zuck up. And then, and then to, you know, we're not patting our back because it's the community. We realized that we could build a community and together, we all could help each other. We know for a fact that we've already saved three lives for a fact, like that's confirmed, right? We probably saved more. Multiple. And Facebook is trying to take that away from us. And it's because of a stupid algorithm. So let's get to, let's get to Colonel, let's get to Colonel Rob. The Mac Colonel has joined us from his, from his hiatus and he's wearing his West Point hat because they beat Navy. That's pretty cool. So uh, what do we got? Colonel Rob. All right, so I'm going to try and hit all these topics that we have been talking about so far, and I'll be as brief and as quickly as possible. So for the shenanigans in uh, D.C., pulled up uh, the First Amendment to the Constitution, right, which is something that many of us have sworn an oath to serve and defend. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or the press. And this is the part that all these jackasses seem to miss or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances. Now, for those of you guys that don't speak English so well, go look up grievances and understand what it is, right? Because that's part of the problem is people are afraid to legitimately present their argument. Like Figueroa says, it's like, keep it in the middle and stay off of your moral compass. Because if you allow to argue with emotion, you're always gonna lose, right? You're always gonna lose because you're gonna say something that you regret, you're going to fire that javelin off that you can't bring back. And that's a wrap for the whole thing to pile on. And one of the things that we have to admit is like, we all know that, uh, that our government is very, very jacked up. And I always like to give reading lessons sometimes. And I've been gone for a while. So I'm going to give you guys a homework assignment. And that homework assignment is the book Animal Farm by George Orwell, right? If you remember that, or you can pull it up on YouTube and watch it for free. It says, uh, there's two quotes that I'm going to leave you with. One is, all animals are created equal, but some animals are more equal than others. And that is our society right now. And if you don't know the background on, on Animal Farm, it is the rise of the communism in the Soviet Union is why they talked about it. And then the last quote from the film is, the creatures looked outside from pig to man and from man to pig and from pig to man again, but it was already impossible to tell which was which. And that is part of the problem right now is because we have this elite class of people that want to be a certain way or act a certain way and carry on in a certain direction. But the people that are supposedly quote unquote, your representatives and representing you are acting on your behalf. When was the last time Congress did anything that acted on your behalf? All the free shit that they're promising in 2021 as the new elected president, you know, here's what's going to happen. They're going to take your money and give it back to you, right? So the three questions that I always ask people when they start trying to talk about politics is what's the most dangerous thing that you've ever done? 
if the most dangerous thing that you've ever done is vote for Joe Biden in the last election, you haven't done anything dangerous and you have no experience or reference to talk about. The second thing is, do you think that you get a dollar service for every dollar of tax that you pay? I guarantee you that you absolutely don't. So again, when it goes back to follow the money, then you have to understand that people are conscripting your dollars and giving them away to other folks that are less fortunate. You know what the best way to break the cycle of poverty is? Get up off your ass, get a job and find a way. You know, hey, I tell people all the time, I would shovel shit in a horse barn to feed my family and I'm getting my shovel out today, right? So that may be one of the things that I have to do. And the last question that I always ask people is, do you think that it's fair for the government to legislate away somebody's right to be an asshole? No, it's not. And so no matter how many laws that our government passes, it's never going to stop bad behavior, period. Because people are always going to act out if they have agreements. If they tried to do it peacefully, then I think we would have a much better state. But unfortunately, it's point, counterpoint, you're an ist, you're an ism, you are a Nazi, you are whatever that long list of you know provocative terms that both sides would use. And that's not what we should be doing. And, and hats off to you guys about, you know, maintaining the, the integrity of your, your organization and keeping pushing forward to, to protect uh, the valuable assets of veterans, because you are a national treasure, every last one of us. You may not feel that way sometimes, but you absolutely are. And by protecting, you know, the values of the humanity that we still have left after combat and deployments and injuries and everything else, it's very, very important that you guys continue that. And on the last thing, I have to comment about this. So Army beat Navy and Air Force won the commander in chief's trophy. My wife, by the virtue of marriage, the lady that I've been with for 18 years is from Cleveland, Ohio. So by the virtue of marriage, I watch every Buckeyes game that is televised. However, Are you about to watch him get beat tomorrow? You hear that, you Joe? You about to watch him get beat? Yeah, hey, you I know, hear it. You know what? The, the last time there was a playoff game with Alabama and Ohio State, it didn't end so well for Bama. Just very, that's very, that's very Facts, true, buddy. That's very true, buddy. That's that and is true. All, that is Nick, true. To be honest with yeah. you, I was listening it, the to last Colonel time Rob. I walked up my stairs, I tripped and fell, I, but I'm probably I, not going to do it this time. I was listening <laughs> to the Colonel, but a, what I took from that sentence, and maybe I maybe I picked it wrong because you asked me if I was listening. So what I heard was my wife chooses my football team, and then I stopped listening. Oh, no. Is yeah. that it? Not, Rob, Rob, not, just, not at all. I'm just making Joe, sure out of respect Joe, that, I, that, I, that I picked that clean but, and heard you. But now that we dive in on that point. You got to have a short memory to be a Buckeye fan, Colonel Rob. Just saying. What? But what team canceled their game with Army because they were afraid to play them? Who? They had a big M on their logo. I don't know what that means. Is it like the Ooh, big house? I was at the, uh, the last Army. No, I, mean, I don't were, know. They oh, were supposed to play them this oh, season, Rob, and they canceled that. it. Are you literally oh. talking about? Are you talking about teams that canceled games about right, somebody again. else other than and being an Ohio fan? All right, again, hey, again, you gotta, I gotta, cut you off. I gotta cut you guys off. All right, because you're going down that rabbit hole of getting emotional, and you all sound fucking stupid. All right. So this is what happens in sports. This is what happens in sports. Your first, your first point was brilliant that uh, Colonel Rob's wife chooses teams for him. But what Colonel Rob was trying to say to the enlisted guys that are listening is before you say freedom of speech, understand the fucking amendment. Understand what it fucking means. And stop being a triggered pansy. Now, on the point of the congressman, I'm going to read you a couple quotes that I, I tweeted that I was listening to the news that day and representative Susan Wild, all right? The most frightening thing you have, I've ever seen in my lifetime. And this is gonna remain in my head for a long time, okay? And then we have representative Gallagher. This mob reminds me of Iraq and Afghanistan, all right? Now remember, these are the people that are gonna vote to send your freaking kids to war. Right. And now not everybody's going to be a war fighter like this panel we got here. All right. The next war, they're going to draft your precious little boy. All right. And now with, you know, women having being an equal, they're going to draft your daughter too. All right. And they're going to go send him to fight. And they thought people without guns 
breaking windows and shooting pepper spray was Afghanistan. That's what they thought. All right, they suck. All right, now that being said, let's get back to what we're, uh, our second mission is to promote veteran-owned businesses. And we want to do that to the best of our ability because it's an entire system that'll fix the veteran suicide. Get people jobs, get people healthcare, get them holistic health, get them the muscle activation that we're sponsored by. But bottom line is it's okay for veterans to be rich. It's okay for veterans to start for-profit companies. It is okay, right? There's 7 million nonprofits that stop soldier suicide, veteran suicide, right? It's not working. Why don't we come together and pool all the resources together? Why don't we make some serious fucking money and take care of each other? That being said, we have the entrepreneur of the year. The veteran entrepreneur, he's got that big paddle to spank you with when you got a question about entrepreneurialism, if that's even a word. Who knows? Where Carl Rocco? Is that a fucking word? Anyways, the officer left when I needed a, when I needed a dictionary. So welcome to the show, Travis. Travis is a gun bunny by trade, right? So he's a little cannon cocker, likes to pull some strings. Right? And he decided to start some kind of shaving company, which, you know, will help with Joe's beard. I, don't, I mean, maybe, because maybe some dye, but I, who knows? I like, like it. All right. So Travis, welcome to the Trash Talk Hour. I can't say the word. What is it? Kaysan? Kaysan? Kaysan. I said it right the first time. All right. Kaysan. Hey, Travis, thanks for waiting on us, man. We really appreciate yeah, you being here. thanks for waiting on us. You've been a super trooper. Tell us about your it service. Was, Tell us about your business. I, I think it was good to, to, to listen into all of this because I realized that I'm surrounded by a bunch of Big Ten fans, and I just have to throw up the on Wisconsin. So, um, anyway, Big Red, <laughs> uh, Travis Arnold. I uh, I grew up in Northern Wisconsin, 2001, uh, July 2001. I was just going into my senior year of high school. Um, my football coach was a uh, first sergeant in the local National Guard unit, and he said, you should join the National Guard. I said, that's a great idea. So I did. Um, infantry seemed scary to me, and uh, I like hiding behind big guns, so I joined the artillery. Um, from there, spent 2001. At least you're honest. We'll give you the honesty <laughs> on that. No, I, I mean, it's... Uh, I'm a big dude. Slinging around those 95-pound rounds is just natural for me, but walking through the woods? No, thanks. Um, fast forward 2013, uh, I separated, um, and I started in a career in law enforcement. I did um, some time as a deputy sheriff down in southern Arizona, and about two years ago, I moved out to California. I now work full-time still as a, a business development guy doing uh, DOD sales. And uh, earlier in 2020, I, you know, I, I've always wanted to start my own company. And, you know, the best thing you could do if you're going to start out a company is first figuring out, are you going to do a service-based or a product-based business? That's essentially it. You're either providing a service or you're providing a product to somebody. Um, I, I'm not in line with the service base. I wanted to do a product, something that I could sell. And my, my thought process started. Uh, a pain point that I recognized throughout the time in the military is that shaving sucks. Um, from basic training when you're, you know, dry shaving just so you can make it down to formation in time to, you know, if you're out at an FTX and you're waking up in the morning and again, you can't bring shaving cream up because it's going to explode in your rucksack or you know, you're just going to take some water and splash it on your face. And shaving has just always been a negative thing for me. Uh, so that's what I tried to tap into and, and kind of reinvent the way that um, it, our soldiers are able to shave. Um, and I wanted to be able to see if we could make it comfortable out in the field as well as, you know, take some of these old, uh, old school methodologies with new school technologies um, and make shaving just more, you know, comfortable in general. Uh, so my first thing I did is I came up with a, a different type of shaving soap. Um, and this is something that I could bring out to the field and you just look, use a little lather uh, water and be able to shave comfortably. Uh, from there, it's kind of expanded. Uh, shaving brushes, razors, everything. Um, and kind of continued to grow ever since. What kind of razors? <clears throat> do you use like a regular uh, single blade? Or do you have yeah, something? so like the, 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 the traditional double-edged safety razors. 
Right. So what makes, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Is this, is this like an online shopping venture for anybody that wants to buy your products? Or you, you mentioned something about DOD. Are you like available on AFIs as well? Things of that nature? Yeah. So right now I started out direct to consumer uh, e-commerce. So I you know, set up a, a Shopify page and everything has been direct to consumer up to this point. Trash talk. Uh, yep. Shopify. It, it, it's great. It does really make things, it, it's, it's easy, very user-friendly. Um, but thankfully with the DOD business development skills that I do have, you know, working into the buyers with AFEs, MCX, um, Nextcom is, has been easy and I'm in you know, some contractual, uh, um, talks with them already to start getting my products out into AFEs. Um, the Navy is actually pretty excited about it because you could take a, a can of shaving soap and a razor um, and this is your pretty much your entire shaving kit, and this could almost last you an entire year. So your your size, weight, um, profile for your shaving for hygiene products has been greatly reduced. So you talk about three thousand soldiers on a, or I'm sorry, three thousand uh, sailors on an aircraft carrier. Um, Steven, they've got to bring that stuff out there. And you can Don't say that, that or you're going to get YouTube shut down. You're going to get YouTube shut down. You call it, say seamen. They are called seamen. <laughs> that is what they are called. Yeah, the sailors, uh, not, but uh, you can't say seaman anymore. It's sea person. Anyways, so you know That's that real. amen, a woman. All right, so it's just what it is. Now, hey, Travis, to I'll use a sergeant major word here to caveat off of uh, what you're uh, saying. You're going the wrong angle as far as the Navy. Talk about us grunts. I have to pack in my damn Alice pack where they don't, that doesn't exist anymore. Like, you know, your, your, your rucksack, you got to pack like seven disposable razors, freaking can of shaving cream, all this kind of, unless you're SF like buddy and you don't have to shave. It's cool, whatever. But um, when the Sergeant major shows up, do you have to shave? We all know that's true. Um, anyways. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's uh, okay. It's not at all. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, but Hey, that would greatly reduce the, just the weight and the problems that, the infantry person has, right? So that's Absolutely. a phenomenal idea. So why, how does it last a year though? What is it, what, what we got there? What's the, what's the secret behind it? And it's the size of a dip can. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Small uh, so brain, it's a, hard, Dave. It's, a, it's a hard glycerin based soap. So it's a, it's a solid puck in here. So, I mean, if you, if you take a, a brush with it, um, and, and you, you build up a lather, you're just using a tiny bit and it'll- Put it on your face. I need no. to <laughs> spit it. I, I, I was spitting but then the Navy people would get excited. <laughs> the sea persons. I, I, mm. I like the old school brush because it makes me feel, it would make me feel like uh, Matt Damon and Ed Norton in Rounders when they're trying to think up the poker plan so they don't get whacked. Well, they're first of all, everybody brush, knows. They're getting the straight razor. Everybody knows for infantry guys, you'd have to like have two different like really well marked brushes because one of them would have CLP on it from cleaning your weapon. Yeah, and don't then, use that one. Don't use that one. And don't use the brush. Yeah, you're not gonna want to get any shaving butter on that. What a smooth gonna, shave that would be, though. Low. CLP. Um, you talk about hey, a lather. Does that razor come huh? apart so that hey, you can clean? Buddy, it? we may have accidentally stepped onto something there. CLP in the. Yeah, so it's uh, it breaks apart. You can you can take off the handle with it and then you've got a base plate and the head on it and these are just replaceable blades um, now see that's where you just sold me because now you don't have that because you know when you use those disposable razors and you like shave and then like two days later you go to shave again and you've got like camouflage and old hairs and then like the that whatever shaving cream, like smegma that's all over it and you're just like right across your stuff yeah, I like it. And, you know, and I, I don't hey, So, yeah, before you get it, yeah, Travis, get into that. Get into that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to sound too much like a California environmentalist either, too. But, I mean, with, with these blades, you don't have the plastic waste. Um, as well as the, the, the cost to replace one of these blades is pennies. Um, depending on the manufacturer, it's going to cost you about 5 to 10 cents to replace a blade. Whereas, I mean, you guys all know what cartridge razors cost. I mean, they're fucking expensive. Yep. Stupid. Mm -hmm. Dude, Travis, that's, that's, yeah, some, hey, that's uh, some entrepreneurship right there. Hey, real quick, put a plug out. That's some, that's some serious you said, shit. You said Shopify, obviously, but what's the plug, like, online? Like, somebody wants to buy your shit right now who's watching. 
Where do you go? Uh, multiple ways to do it. You can fo definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Quezon Shaving. Um, the Shopify integrates easily into there. So I've got the, the store set up through Facebook and Instagram. Otherwise, on the website, Quezon-Shaving.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that on the YouTube video when we when we launch it. And uh, we're getting our big YouTube presence. So that's that's awesome. Hey, and uh, I'm definitely going to buy some as well. Quezon is, is it K-A- uh, no, I'll send it to you, Joe. C-A. It'll be on the link. Joe's right in the back. Joe, look, Joe, look at the computer. Joe, look at the computer. Keep rolling along. Quit screaming at me. Type in Army Stone. I can't believe nobody heard that. So obviously I'm artillery, and I've told you guys that. But Quezon, if you guys knew, the history of the song, when the Quezons go rolling along, is what became the Army song. Ever heard of right the, the the red the red legs the red legs definitely uh, wrote our army song. Now I, I do want to bring up something off topic that we noticed that women have this you know sense in their head, and they, they just know when someone's talking shit, right? So we we completely said that the colonel's wife picks the football team for. Us. So we were that was a blessing seeing her again. I haven't seen her since RTB. She left. Tell her we love her. She came to be like, who the hell is talking shit about Ohio State? That's exactly what went through her head. I don't know how she heard about it, but she felt it. And like, she looks lovely and it's good to see her again. Uh, hopefully, uh, I do have some uh, artillery support coming in for you pretty soon. But Travis, again, that is awesome that you started this. And here he comes. We're bringing in the mad Russian. He is a 13 Fox by trade. So he, uh, he is an artilleryman. So as soon as he gets on, it's, it says it's joining, but because he's artillery, he's usually late. Um, Travis, the uh, shop, the Shopify store go. looks really, looks smooth. I'm looking at it right now. It looks nice. Here we go. Hey, hey, that Phil. Was that a shaving pun, Joe? If it was awesome. Great job. It, it was <laughs> good. Right. It was I'm good. Glad I, can't I, don't, I don't think it was, but um, I'm glad, I'm glad, buddy. You liked it. <laughs> We got, we got Bill here. I'm, I'm not even I joking. live for that shit. Hey, hey, it's Bill. The mad Russian is here. The 13 Fox. So Look, to, catch you up, to catch you up real quick, Bill, we got Travis here. Travis Arnold started Quezon shaving. And he's made our rucksacks all lighter, even though you artillery guys don't have rucksacks. All right. We, um, it comes with a year-long supply of a shaving butter slash soap. And then one razor that only costs Show a couple the puck, pennies. Travis. One little razor that comes in, it's only about pennies to replace the blade. Bill, right, it, so means, it means that you have more room in your caisson if you carry caisson shaving, Joe, butter. Stuff. Right. That was huge. That was nice, yeah. buddy. So That's the now, the, the, keep the, the whole keep, thing, Travis, when you advertise that shave butter gel stuff. Now, now, keep the yeah. whole thing when Shit. you brand that shit because that's, that's, that is money. It's already branded, Joe. But so no, look, look, that look, yeah, look but Nick, every look. time I was walking and I was tired and I turned around, there was a bunch of 11 bravos falling out. I'm pretty sure well, I had a ruck on my back. So. You can't claim artillery when you're walking with the dogs, man. You can't. Are you sure that it. wasn't Tanner Anyways, Port? You weren't just. Yeah, I'm sure that was Tanner Port. Yeah. So Tanner Port's one of those guys that he was pretty close to the left. And when this shit happened, he went straight to the left side of the bell curve. That's Tanner Port. <laughs> Anyways, um, that paddle behind him that he, he could beat your ass with, uh, he's entrepreneur, veteran entrepreneur of the year. So he does a lot of great things for the artillery world. Um, but we brought we brought Sergeant Major Bill on to talk about VTT's mission and how Facebook thought they were going to fuck us, but they're not. So what do you got, Bill? So obviously, like a lot of people, I woke up this morning to the uh, the hell storm that, that it was. Uh, I, I didn't realize we had been shut off until I woke up and I saw Marnie going off and then you going off. And uh, here's the thing, honestly, uh, does it surprise me? No, to be honest with you. I, I saw this coming with how they're cracking down on a lot of the veteran groups. Uh, two, I'm with Nick. I think this is going to help blow us up more. I think this is going to get our name out there more. Uh, and I think more vets are going to realize what's happening and realize what our story is. We, we are here to put a, a big dampen, damper, I guess I say, we'll never stop it, but we'll, to try to cut down on veteran suicide as much as we can. And, uh, and all this is going to do is help get our name out there and get our story out there and get what we're all about out there. 
the guys on this panel have assembled too smart of a team for us not to be successful. And yes, I'm being I'm cocky there and saying we're all smart. Uh, everyone on this tell it like it is, right? Yeah, I mean it is. The our backgrounds and our brains are are too powerful for us to even come close to being shut down. Uh, so all of our fans that are out there before, just keep following us on the podcast, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Now uh, we are going to explode. We are going to be bigger than ever. I think this probably helped us to be quite honest oh. with you. And, uh, and, and especially all the veteran businesses that we're bringing on nonstop promoting that we have, I mean, we're, we're booked out months bringing veteran businesses on here to promote them and we're helping them. Here's the coffee mug drinking coffee that I got from straight shooter coffee. You know what I mean? All of us have 10 mountain whiskey on here. It's going to be nonstop again. Stay tuned folks. We're all combat veterans here. We know how to adapt and overcome better than anybody out there. For sure. And and to touch on what Bill said. No, no, the, the caveat. The caveat. Oh, excuse me. The caveat. Sure I want to start major. You got to just said, It would behoove you. It yeah. would behoove you to listen. But uh, <laughs> the mission is never going to – like Facebook doesn't control this mission. They don't control what, what it is we're trying to do. You know, it, it, we can either work it out with Facebook or go around them. But as long as our brothers are still in need and we're a voice for those that don't have one, no one is going to shut us up. We didn't start this to make money. We didn't start. Th- we started this to fix a system that's broken and we're starting to actually make a difference and implement our plan. And this is going to be a speed bump. And, it's, and, and I, I firmly believe in what Bill's saying that this is going to help us because people are going to understand we got big enough to, we got big enough Pretty to get shut down. That. Yeah. We got big enough to get shut down. Now it's just going to get bigger and big fast. We, we got mm. big fast. Yeah. We're <laughs> pumping 1300 people a day on Facebook for about a month straight. I think we made somebody a little bit nervous, but tell us what, tell us what you mean by that, Joe. Let it out. Talk about it. Well, I mean, okay, so you got we talked about that this morning. You got what ha- okay, so what why now? That that's the question. Why now? Okay, you got the thing that happened at the Capitol, and people can say this is a, a little far fetched, but you know what? That's fine. Act you know, just think about it objectively. We're putting thirteen hundred veterans in the same spot and gathering rapidly at the same place. And we may have started small time, but I'd love to see another group with those kind of numbers as far as growth and what we were doing per day. And it, and it was, I believe that it came across somebody's desk, like, Oh, look at all these crazy bastards, just like the crazy bastards from the Capitol. And they're gathering fast. We might as well show them who's boss. And that's the way it feels to me. It does feel political. It does feel like we don't fly in the, we don't, we don't fly with uh, their political agenda. So it was real easy to dismiss us. But Even, I think they got didn't us. Didn't Rogan just have a problem with like? I think didn't he just yeah, get I canceled think they, or some well, shit. He like, moved to Texas for crying out loud just to get away from some of the stuff that he was dealing with. But no, no, he went to. I, he I went, think like I tried to go onto his podcast on my phone. You could, you can't get there because he's he's on Spotify now, and then a bunch of people are quitting yeah. Spotify because he pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, he didn't like what he said about transgender stuff, so they canceled him out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but but just like him, if they think that that's going to slow this group down, they've got us confused. And I'm not even really that upset about it. I don't expect them to understand what it is we're doing, but we will not be deterred that much. They can get get straight or they can waste time trying. But it's not going to we're, we're not stopping. We won't be we, we, we've already implemented this plan and we've proved that it works. And what I was talking to Nick about and what I've mentioned several times is that I would love to see if we could get a metric out there for our average soldier, soldiers that reach out to us for help and actually come to us. And I know that we're small, but when we implement our plan and think, okay, I know a guy that's in that field. Let me put you in contact with him. Let's see if it helps. How many of those soldiers have taken their own lives since that's happened? Zero. And I'm not saying it would never happen to us, but what I am saying is what we are doing works. And all it is is veteran 
two veteran contact that, hey, man, we still give a shit about you. We still care. And being legit and being genuine when we say it, because if you're not, a veteran's going to spot it. The veterans that come to us are glad that they did because they they may not get it when they first meet us, but after a few sessions or talking to us or anything that we go through, they understand that we are for real. We fought these battles personally, like we all do. And, and we started this for people that are, that can't do it for themselves. And we're going to go along with them as long as they help themselves. So I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm really, yeah, not Hey Joe, one, Joe, I want ahead. you to keep, I want you to keep going, but I'm going to caveat real quick. All Bill, right. Bill would, would it behoove um, me to listen? It, it would behoove everyone um, to I'll, listen because I'll one up here listen and mute. Yeah, hopefully. No, I'm get, I'll get right back to you. Hopefully uh, people have stayed on our podcast this long to listen to it uh, and hear it. But Perry had a good idea that we have to break it up in segments and then release it in segments so people can hear, you know, Joe's awesome words he's saying right now. And they can hear Travis's business and they can hear Buddy's honesty cap all separately. Uh, so we're probably going to start doing that. But I told Travis when he came on, I was like, man, we're going to be huge because you can't come on this show and and fool us, right? We got multiple Purple Hearts, multiple Bronze Stars, right? We got SF guys, got Rangers, got people on the, the trade side, the uh, recruiting side, guys everywhere. So there, you can't come on here and feed us a bunch of bullshit. And again, if you, if you want help, we're going to be there to help you. And we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you what you should go do. And then we're going to put the ball in your court because that's where it belongs. If you're depressed, if you're suicidal, the ball belongs in your court. It doesn't belong in somebody else's. But we're going to be the four guys surrounding you. We're going to be the four guys setting picks for you. We're going to be the four guys rebounding for you. Those are basketball analogies. Uh, I don't know if you uh, knew that, Dave. But so you, know, you got to take two steps and then you got to pass the ball. You, you know what's um, really so, kind of shitty, Nick? Thanks for clarifying the Nick. whole thing. Is uh, like I had I had noticed lately on uh, on the Facebook. Uh, the wall or whatever that uh, a lot of people had started talking just recently about like alcoholism, drug addiction, where they were finding help, how they were helping each other. And then like, like you had people that had been sober for 30 years talking to people that had been sober for four days yep. and like yep. working them through like where to go find help. Like and that's just in the community, just on their little thread. With, you know, dudes that have, and and people from all over that were, you know, that's actual help, like from people sponsoring, yeah. showing them where to go, talking about AA, talking about like life without the and, and all the traps of like, you know, you're out of control and and talking to each other honestly, and then to shut that down like crazy. They didn't shut. They didn't shut. Oh man, I'm so glad I looked up because I saw two two young ladies. Hey gals. Thank God y'all look like your mama. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. I mean, you maybe we have, maybe, maybe we have a Facebook. You know, let's not go to the conspiracy route and say Facebook just shut us down because we're one huge veteran community. You know, Nick brought it up. I'm saying it didn't help our case, that's for damn sure. I'm thinking a, a lot of it has to do with the algorithms, you know. So shout out sure. to Facebook if that's what it was. And bring us back on, you know, I think they need to fix their systems that they have in place. No, but, you, know, but, so you don't get a warning when you say devil dog. That's or, it. But see, but that's the, that's the difference. It's what Buddy was just saying. That's the difference between between us and, and the, that's real help. Mm -hmm. You got a guy on the edge who has nobody to talk to. And all of a sudden, a Vietnam veteran reaches out to him and and. You know what that means to some of these, the, the ones I have respect. You know what that means to these kids. 100%. And that could be the difference between them seeing the next day or not. And that's what I, I'm and saying. I, and I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not being triggered and I'm not being, it is emotional, dude. It, it's 100%. I got tears in my eyes when Buddy was talking about those because that is this, that, that's, that's what we started. It's 100%. a living, breathing thing. And it's too late for them to shut it down. We will find another route we'll, or we'll get right back to where we started because that's what we that's what we intended. And it was right where it was supposed to be. And it's going to continue to grow because that's our not. our veterans need us and, yeah, and hey, they hey, need each hey, other. 
Joe, yeah, I don't think you're understanding, uh, Dave, uh, but yeah, you're still right, but it's just a little different. Um, but yeah, I'm not arguing. I'm watching, I'm watching TikTok right I'm now yelling. because my, my, my plea for help, uh, my, my plea for help on TikTok is working. And somebody just said, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I got PTSD. I need help. I just lost my wife. I was with her in dialysis when she passed. It's really worse now. How do I join the team? Right? Like he just wrote that. That just and happened. I, and I got a message. I just found a message that hit me late last night from somebody else who wants to join their group with ours to, again, it's another group trying to help vets and vet families. So, I mean, we're, we're too big at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to keep blowing up. And, and it, we're, right now we're steamrolling. Facebook, this if thing you're is watching this, I sent a message to you guys twice this morning explaining our mission. <laughs> so shut us down and keep us censored. We're not going away. We're not. For our, for our veterans, if any of you are watching and it actually gives you anxiety and makes you worry about our future, we're not fucking going anywhere. Anywhere. We received I'm, hundreds of messages today, even on our personal Facebook. My personal mm -hmm. Facebook is blowing the hell up. Where's the page? I need the page. Yeah. I need my morning laugh. Like we, Nick talks about that we saved four lives, you know. We've probably saved hundreds of lives just by, just by the community being there. Just by individuals being able to talk to each other, share that brotherhood, that sisterhood. Now we're gone from that. It's like they're trying to take it from us, but we're going to come back. We'll be good. We'll be good. Hey, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I've also received yeah. tons of messages privately from people that are just active duty. Like, hey, I just need some active duty advice from a senior guy. And we have a plethora of those as well. Like, hey, man, here, here's the best way to go about this. Here's, here's how to overcome this little problem you're having. I mean, so we're... I'm not worried about it. Again, I'm with you. I think this is just going to continue to blow up. Yeah, but Bill, you touched on a good point there about, well, we are partnered with Stop Soldier Suicide. The organization is great. They have a wellness center and everything like that. They're the acute problem. They're the band, they're the band aid that hopefully becomes, they're the tourniquet actually. And then hopefully, you know, they get better. But if we can, if we can, if we can get them before it even gets to that, which is what Bill was just talking about. If we have a young soldier that says, whoa, wait a minute. These guys are kind of cool. They're not in their uniforms. We're, most of us are still active duty. Let me, let me ask them. Let me see how I can get to this point. Because there's so much disinformation out there in the military world, the DOD, that it's like, there are so many problems that can be fixed before they start. But as a giant organization as the DOD is, we're not going to capture all of them. We're not going to get to all of them. Yeah. We just can't, but the individual leader can. All right. Now we understand that we're going a little longer and buddy's got Tinder things going right now. So he's trying to, that's why you see that L there. He's, he's swiping right right now. He's going, he's going, he's going, he's going. Watch it on our YouTube channel. He gives you the guidance on how to score chicks as a special forces guy on Tinder or guys, whatever you no, want to that's, do. Just Bill, that's a yeah. great point though, about the active duty reaching out. That's, that, that's a great point to actually have that kind of resource because I mean, you know how much a long, uh, yeah. A, a younger uh, soldier look, looks up to senior NCOs and to be able to contact one on a, on a platform like that to beware of these pitfalls, you know? I mean, the yeah. book you guys could write just from um, your own mistakes and how to not commit that one between this group. If, if somebody read that, they'd, you know, they'd be set up, you know, success for when they um, transition through their career and when they get out. Spot on, Joe. Spot on. I mean, yeah, I was a private in the 82nd. So you guys know I've done some stupid crap. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, yeah. You came up in the 82nd. That's why you're also a CSM now, or soon to be CSM. You're currently only a sergeant major. But, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, he got a decent base. It's, uh... Yeah, But, hey, yeah, JBLM in December, but December's a long ways away. That could change. <laughs> You're still going to Sill. That's where you're going. You got to go train them. I know Travis hey. has some Sill stories. Travis, you got some Sill stories? Travis, close us out, man. What you got? Yeah, close us out, man. Give us a give us another plug. Close out the trash talk hour. Tell us about Fort Sill, where uh, Sergeant Major Pearson's going here pretty soon. I, I just hope and pray that uh, Golden Dragon still exists. Um, if it does, you know, life will be good for you down at Sill. 
Um, but you, you guys did bring up a lot of good points. You know, I'm going to hit on the entrepreneur side of things. Um, it, it's on networking. That's all business is, is networking. What you guys are doing right now is networking. You're networking with these, these active duty soldiers, these transitioning veterans, and the guys that have been out, you know, Vietnam era veterans. And it, it's creating a network that people can turn to and get some help with. And that, that benefit is, is tremendous. Uh, being able to know that, hey, if I need something in XYZ realm, I can turn to somebody here in this veteran community. And you know that they're going to give you the shirt off the back without any questions with it. Uh, so continue to network. Um, make sure you're reaching out and, uh, and make as many contacts as you can. It, it'll never hurt you. All right, anybody else got anything for Travis? No? Hey, Travis, really appreciate you coming on. We're definitely going to put the plug to your shop online so people can check it out. I'm going to purchase that stuff myself, even though I'm in use rec now, you know, probably not required. I don't go to the field anymore. But, um, hey, viewers and listeners, thanks for tuning in. Um, we will not be silenced, okay? This is just the beginning. I think you might have woken a sleeping giant. We have all the veterans on here then we are extremely resilient to crazy situations. So it is what it is. You know, we're going to keep driving on. Support us. We're out. Have a great weekend.